everyone. May the Lord bless you. Thank you for tuning in to our live video here on Sunday night. Just want to remind you, uh, I know before we were doing it uh, Monday through Friday at 7.30 a.m. Eastern Time. We've changed that up to do it in the evenings on Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time and Sunday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. So thank you again for tuning in. If you have any questions, prayer requests, or testimonies, please send them our way uh, from jasondemars.com. You can contact me there. You can contact me by email as well, demjas at gmail.com. And we're going to continue with part 10 of our series on the book of Ephesians. And we're going verse by verse. We are now in chapter 3. And we are looking at uh, verse 10 is where we will start. So we'll read there. To the intent that now unto the principalities and powers in heavenly places might be known by the church the manifold wisdom of God. So now... Paul is going through that the mystery has been revealed uh, through, the mini- through his ministry, that the dispensation of the, mis- the, the uh, grace of God was committed uh, to Paul and to be given to us Gentiles, that we would be one body with Jews in Christ and, and heirs of the promises. And he says that he was to make all men see what is the fellowship of the mystery, which was from the beginning of the world was hid in God, who created all things by Jesus Christ. And he's making, he's to the intent now unto the principal. So there's a declaration to those heavenly beings, those uh, demonic beings which fight and battle against God and his angels. It says that. Now it would be known to them by the church. God is making a declaration, is revealing something through his people, by the church, by the called out ones, the manifold wisdom of God. God is committing his wisdom to us, the church, to make it known. Not just in this dimension, but through us it's made known to the heavenly dimensions. God's not revealed. Angels and demons are, are keenly interested in what God reveals to his church, to his people. And so they're keenly interested because they're, they're a part of the supernatural battle. And so this supernatural declaration that goes through, forth through the church called the manifold wisdom of God, the many layered the many uh, parts of the wisdom of God. It's revealed through the church. And this is a, a declaration through the church from God to the principalities and powers in heavenly places. So there's something that God through the church is revealing that it's like a, a, a battle, part of the battle, supernatural battle, of the ages in heavenly places. And then we see the next verse, according to the eternal purpose which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. So the manifold wisdom of God that's uh, 
made known through the church is in accordance with God's eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus. So we see here God's plan, God's purpose, which he had in his mind from all eternity. God had this purpose to reveal himself in Jesus Christ and then to redeem the church. And then the church was to make known through all the world the, wis the manifold wisdom of God, the mysteries. And these, these great mysteries of the Bible are revealed through the church to even the heavenly principalities and powers. And so this eternal purpose is the Word. Now, this, this brings us to the teaching on John 1.1. 1, 1. In the beginning was the Word, the Logos. And the Logos was with God, and the Logos was God. This word means the thought expressed. What, what thought? God's thought. So what is God's thought? It's his eter eternal purpose, and he purposed that eternal purpose in Jesus Christ for what? For his own glory, but to be revealed to and through the church. So what is that church? We, we saw it in the first chapter that according as he, has, he God, has chosen us in him, Christ, for the, for the foundation of the world. The church is part of the word. Why? Because they're the, the true elect of all ages are a part of Christ. Christ is the word. First, the Logos was in God in his mind as an eternal plan. Then, as God begins to create, this word comes forth from himself and he creates everything. And everything is through the purpose and means of the word. Later on, in the fullness of time, this word is spoken and it becomes flesh in Jesus Christ. And God's eternal purpose becomes flesh. But first it's eternal in God. It's not a separate person. It's not a distinct person. It is God. God is the Word. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. That Word is the one true and living God. First it's a thought as His plan. Then it's expressed. You and I are a part of that. We're the church, the called out ones, the bride, the elect. We're a part of that purpose, and we are manifesting that purpose. Verse 12, in whom we have boldness and access with confidence by the faith of him. Wow, that's a mouthful. By the faith of who? The faith of Christ. So we have access to God by the faith of Christ. The faith of Christ is imputed to you and I. So it's by revelation we receive the faith of Christ. And in that, we have boldness and access with confidence to God. So 
yes, we are reverent. Yes, we have the fear of God in our life. But we know based on the promise of God that we can with boldness claim the promise that we have power over the devils. We, have, we can lay our hands on the sick and they shall recover. We can cast out demons in his name. We, we can do the works that God has ordained us to do because it's his eternal purpose. And because it's his eternal purpose, he's called us, he's given us his spirit, he's given us the earnest of our inheritance, he's placed us in this position with eternal purpose in Jesus Christ. So we have boldness and access with confidence. That's beautiful. I love that. Do you have, do you have that boldness and access with confidence to the throne room of God so that your prayer can be made known and it will be answered, that the sick will be healed, the needs will be met, people's lives will be transformed just because they've met you. Well, what, there's nothing important about me. That's right. There is nothing important about you. But if He is living in you, what do you have? <laughs> you have omnipotence in you, omniscience in you. You have the one that created the worlds in you, so you can have confidence, not in yourself, in him. Wherefore, I desire that ye faint not at my tribulations for you, which is your glory. Well, Paul is telling them, I, I know I'm, I'm facing many difficulties. I'm, I'm writing this book to you from house arrest in Rome, getting ready to go for before Caesar to be tried for uh, spreading insurrection. Um, he said, don't faint. This is your glory. My trouble, my trials, my tribulation, this is your glory. For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So because of these things, I'm, I'm, I'm bowing down. I'm getting on my knees. Of whom the whole family in heaven and earth is named. What's the whole family in heaven and earth named after? The Lord Jesus Christ. That he would grant you, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his Spirit in the inner man. This is the prayer of Paul. Let it become your prayer not only for yourself, but for your, for your fellow citizens, fellow saints, parts, heirs of the kingdom of God. His prayer is, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. That's, that's yours. Paul prayed that. Not only for the people in Ephesus, Laodicea, but for us, for you and I. Let's, let's pray the same for ourselves and those around us. I want to be strengthened with might by His Spirit in the inner man that, verse 17, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love. So Christ is dwelling in our hearts. How? By our own works? By the things that we've done? No, by faith. By grace alone, through faith alone. Christ dwells in us, that we would be rooted 
and grounded in love. This is, in other words, this is our founda- our foundation of our life and our walk with God is love. Not, not justice, not wrath, but that the foundation of it would be agape love, rooted and grounded in love. If your roots in the ground are love, when it grows up, it's going to express everything that love expresses. That you may be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. I love that, that you could comprehend the love of Christ which is beyond knowledge, that you would understand something that's beyond understanding. Christ's love is beyond understanding. It's beyond human comprehension that a man would lay his life down for his enemies out of godly love. We can't, we can't truly understand the depths of the love of Jesus Christ, which we know the love of Jesus Christ is an expression of the very heart of God. And, and, and it's, no, it's breadth, it's length, it's depth, and it's height. It's beyond understanding. It's beyond measurement. It's way beyond measurement. But he wants us to comprehend that which is incomprehensible. That's what we do when we come to know Jesus Christ. We come to know Almighty God, which covers all space and time, the great eternal one, through Jesus Christ. We, know, we comprehend the incomprehensible. That's only done by the self-disclosure of God to you personally. And what's the purpose of knowing this eternal, boundless, endless love that we would be might be filled with all the fullness of God? Do you want to be filled with all the fullness of God? Then pray to know His love. Pray to experience His love because it's through experiencing and knowing His love that you will be filled with His fullness, that you will experience all that He is and manifest and display all that He is. It's when you know His love for you personally. Now unto Him that is able, verse 20, to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, According to the power that works in us, unto him be glory in the church by Christ Jesus throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. God is able to do even more than we, you know, Paul is making a request. The request is incredible that we would be strengthened with his might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ would dwell in our hearts by faith that we would be rooted and grounded in love, that we would comprehend the incomprehensible love of Christ so that we would be filled with the fullness of God. And God is able to do more than that. Wow. I'm so, I'm so thankful. Those th- these things are written there, and then it says, hey, God can do more than even what we ask. You know, we ask such small things. We ask for little things like uh, money, finances, healing, but God can do so much greater. I mean, look at this. 
what, what greater thing is there to know than to know the height, depth, breadth, and length of the incomprehensible love of Christ? What's greater than that? Let our prayers be that, so that we would be filled with the fullness of God. My, I'm so grateful. Hallelujah. And unto him be glory in the church. That's what we live for. That's what we want to walk in. We live for the glory of God. We want to see the glory of God on display in the church by Christ Jesus. God in Christ, Christ in the church. That's what we live for. Not to glorify ourselves, not to lift ourselves up, not for our own comfort, but for his glory to be on display. Amen. So that's the end of chapter 3. Uh, we will continue with this uh, next Thursday, once again, 7 p.m. Eastern Time in, in the United States, uh, on Thursday nights and on Sunday nights. Any questions or prayer requests, please let me know. I'm going to pray for you right now. Just let's bow our heads together. Father, we come to you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we pray the same prayer with Paul, the messenger to the the Gentiles. We pray, Lord, that each one listening would be strengthened with might by your Spirit in the inner man, that Christ would dwell in their hearts by faith, that they would be rooted and grounded in love, that they would be able to comprehend with all saints what is the breadth and length and depth and height, and to know the love of Christ, which passes, goes beyond all knowledge, so that they would be filled with the fullness of God. We know, Lord, you're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think, Lord. Grant these things. Do, 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 do even greater in our hearts in this day, Lord. Fill us with more of you, more of, light, more of your light, more of your love. May the, the, the foundation of our hearts and lives be love. Love for you and love for one another, Lord, that we would be among those who are counted that would greater, man hath no, greater love hath no man than this, that he would lay down his life for our friends. Lord, may we bear one another, another's burdens, exhort one another daily, living for Christ, living to serve others. We ask these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. May the Lord bless you.